everyone. How are you doing? Welcome back to episode two of Chestnut English Podcast. I'm your host, Chestnut. So before we move on to today's topic, I want to share with you some of the feedback that I got. Do you remember the previous episode, my episode one, Akai Kutsu, the red shoes? Well, here's some of the feedback that I got. Spotify, nayo. I don't have Spotify. Yeah, okay, so for now, the podcast is only on Spotify. So when I have some time later, I'll upload to YouTube and other places, but、uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll have some more time in a couple weeks. Okay, feedback number two. It was interesting. Yes, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah,、um, that's my goal. I want it to be interesting. I want it to be interesting so that you can listen to English and maybe have some fun.、Uh, it, it shouldn't be just pure bankyo, it shouldn't be pure studying.、Uh, yeah, anyways, feedback number three. Hey, is that story legit?、Uh, yes, it is legit. I know it's hard to believe. I know it's super hard to believe. What kind of children's story? Cuts off the kid's feet. Oh my god. Yes. But it's a real story.、Uh, well, the book, the book is, is real. And, you know, all we do is just translate the book. That's the best I can do for you.、Uh, but yeah, that, that poor eight year old girl. Mega super kawaii so ne. Okay, feedback number four. I don't really understand that English. I'm sorry. Demo, but it's okay. Let me tell you why. For me, I'm studying Japanese. So I listen to a Japanese podcast called Yu Yu Nihongo Podcast. And how much percent do I understand of that? If I'm really paying attention, maybe 50%. But it's never more than 80%. Okay, I never understand more than 80% of that podcast. And I think that's fine. That's fine. Nande fine. Kuyashi jan. You might be thinking that. Yes, it feels bad to not understand 100%, but I'm also spending zero effort listening. Okay, I'm paying almost nothing. I pay zero money, I pay zero effort. Okay, and time, I'm not really spending that much time either because I listen to it when I'm doing other things, like when I'm driving, or when I'm washing the dishes, or I'm folding the laundry.、Uh, and sometimes the stories are actually pretty fun. I really like Yu Yu's story about the horror story. Uh, about some dude visiting his ojicha in the inaka. Yeah, that was really good.、Um, so it's not that bad if you don't understand all of it. In fact, I think if you understand at least 25% of my English, then it's probably in the same general ballpark. You can spend zero money, zero effort, and just listen to it when you're doing other things. And if it gets really interesting, then you can maybe you know, really pay attention. But you just start out by not really paying attention. And、uh, this way, you know, I, I, I want you to get English practice, but I also want you to protect your chill time too. So, I want you to quit if you think it's not fun. If it's not fun, if it's costing you time, if it's costing you effort, just quit. Okay, that's not the point of the podcast. You don't have to moody yourself. Okay, so moving on to our next topic for the day Valentine's Day. So, do we all know what Valentine's Day is? Okay, pop quiz. When is Valentine's Day? And if you have a girlfriend and you don't know when Valentine's Day is, you deserve to get spanked and not in a good way. That's because in American culture, Valentine's Day, there's kind of an image that the boy is supposed to get something for the girl. 
Yeah, the girl doesn't really have to get anything for the boy. I, I don't really think so. But there's an image that comes to mind for Valentine's Day, and it's the boyfriend gets the girlfriend chocolates. The most classic image that comes to mind, it's a pink heart-shaped box. And it's got chocolates inside, maybe some assortment of chocolates, not all the same. And then, you know, like the cheap brand is maybe like Hershey's and the expensive brand is maybe Godiva. And then uh, maybe you have a ribbon, like a pink and a red ribbon. And then if the boy is trying really hard to do a good job, then maybe there's a card and the card says, Happy Valentine's Day, baby. I love you. I love you until the day I die. And after I die, I'm going to wait for you in heaven. And when you die and come to heaven, I'm going to tell you I love you again. Okay, so one more time without the accent. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. I love you. I love you until the day I die. And after I die, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to wait for you in heaven. And when you die, I'll tell you I love you again. Uh, and then the boy gives this to the girl. And the girl reads it and says, oh, thank you. I love you too. Or something like that. That is the classic American image of Valentine's Day. But that's just the image. It's not real life. In modern times, in modern real life, uh, people kind of realize that relationships don't always have to be between one boy and one girl. It can be something else. Maybe it's not official. Maybe it's official, but it's, it's complicated. Maybe they're on a break. Uh, or maybe you don't celebrate Valentine's Day because neither person really cares for that and wants to save money or something like that. Uh, oh, and uh, also, uh, some people are maybe more health conscious. So if you get them chocolates, then maybe... Maybe they don't want chocolates because it's not good for them. So let's say something like, Oh my god, Kevin, I'm on a diet. I can't eat chocolate. Oh my god, Kevin, I'm on a diet. I can't eat chocolate. Yeah, so there's that too. Um, but realistically, for my American friends who are in relationships, usually for Valentine's Day, they go out to eat at some nice restaurant. Uh, maybe there's a reservation, maybe not. Um, well, well, normally... If they go on a date and it's not a holiday, not Valentine's Day, just a normal date, like a normal Saturday, then you probably go out to eat at a restaurant too. Like that's a common date activity. But uh, for Valentine's Day, you're supposed to eat at probably a nicer restaurant. Uh, maybe it's more expensive. Maybe it's a fixed menu. Uh, or maybe you spend a long time there and then you buy more wine or desserts or something like that. Uh, yeah, there's, there's this thing. And then, and then what happens after your dinner date? Ma, kore wa hito nioru. Uh, for Valentine's in the U.S., uh, I think you can think of it as Christmas in Japan. It's time for love. It's time to think about romance. Uh, but there's no KFC. KFC is a freak abomination of culture in Japan. Okay, there's, there's no holiday in the U.S. where you think KFC. Okay, there's, no, there's nothing like that. KFC is a special thing. Okay, so what other topic is good for Valentine's Day talk? Um, well, of course... Hatsukoi, first love. Uh, there's even a Netflix drama about this. I watched Cho Omoshiro Katta. But, anyways, I thought maybe I'll tell you about my Hatsukoi, my first love. Uh, it's kind of, I guess, uh, embarrassing, but it's fine. Let's just do this for the sake of studying. So, my story begins in sixth grade when I was taking private lessons from my violin teacher named Mr. Alejandro Encinas from Portugal. So uh, for me, growing up in Oklahoma, uh, the teachers keep changing all the time because people come in and they realize, oh man, Oklahoma sucks, and then they, they move out. So I had like a different violin teacher almost every year. Uh, anyways, so I had private lessons with Mr. Encinas every, 30, every uh, Thursday for about 30 minutes. 
Uh, so my mom would drop me off at Mr. Nacinas' house, I'd do my lesson, and then she, my mom will come pick me up again, and then we either go home, or if I'm lucky that day, maybe we go to Wendy's. Uh, so then one day I was thinking, okay, when, when on Thursday, uh, I was going to Mr. Nacinas' house, and I, I think I was kind of praying a little bit. I'm not religious, but I was praying to Jesus. I'm like, ah, I hope today's a Wendy's day, <laughs> because, because I love fries. I, fries are kind of like my favorite food back then. Maybe, maybe it is now. Uh, but anyways, I went to Mr. Encinas' house, and I go, ping pong, I ring the doorbell. And then normally Mr. Encinas opens the door, ah, hello, Chris, welcome, let's get started. But then, actually, it wasn't Mr. Encinas, it was like a hot girl, a hot girl, a really pretty girl, and her name was Monica. She's about, she's a little bit shorter than me, and she has big eyes, she has freckles on her cheeks, she has black hair, and she's not white. Okay, almost everybody in Oklahoma is white, but this was kind of like a shock. I was like, <gasps> I don't think... I don't think I've met like a, a girl that isn't white or Mexican or black, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then so, and then, but you know, she opened the door and she kind of motions me in. And then I just go kind of straight to the room where Mr. Encinas is. And then we have our lesson for, for some time. But, but that day, I think Mr. Encinas actually, he needed to prepare for his next thing a little bit. So he's like, okay, Chris, we can finish here. So why don't you go uh, to the living room and then wait a little bit and then, it's just me in the living room and Monica in the living room. Her name is Monica. And so, so Monica says, do you want to play? And she has an exercise ball. And then I'm, I'm just waiting for my mom. My mom's a little bit late because she's probably looking at some kind of yard sale uh, or something. Uh, so, then, so then we're bouncing this ball back and forth a little bit. And it's kind of fun. We're laughing a little bit. We have like maybe, maybe five minutes of like kind of playing this ball thing and then kicking it back and forth and then hitting it, pretending like it's volleyball, like these kind of things. Uh, so anyways, I had that, that kind of nice time. And then my, my mom came to pick me up and then I went home. And, and then I thought, hmm, you know, she was really pretty. And then I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I like her. But, you know, of course, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell, I didn't tell my feelings to anybody. It's, it's, a, it's a secret. And uh, also, I mean, I don't think I really felt that kind of thing before. So... So what I did was, uh, I actually, I saw her at school. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a, of course, like she has to go to school too, but I, she, she's just visiting the U.S. for a short period of time, and then she's going to go back to Portugal. But, you know, in this small hillbilly town with, with no one, then of course everyone goes to the same school. So she goes to the same school as me, and I saw her, and then I thought, you know what? I got to shoot my shot. I got to try. I got to, I got to. I got to accept what Jesus gave to me at a chance. And then so I go and I go up to her desk and I say, Monica, will you be my girlfriend? And I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I didn't do any of that. I saw her in the class, but I'm a super shy guy. So, you know, I don't, I don't do this kind of thing. So what I did was I saw her in class. I, oh, I'm like, oh, crap. It's the girl that I like. And then I, I move my eyes down. I put my head down. I kind of keep looking at my feet and then I walk towards my desk and I know where my desk is so I don't need to look up and then I sit at my desk and I don't I don't talk to anybody I don't look at anybody uh, but then maybe maybe a little bit into the class then I can sneak a, a one or two looks towards Monica and I'm like oh what a pretty girl that's that's all I did yeah so sorry for the lie I just thought it'd be kind of funny <laughs> uh, anyway so the story continues um, so I didn't do anything at school but I think eventually I mustered up some courage and I thought, hmm, you know what? I'm going to sit next to Monica on the bus ride home. 
Like I know she takes the same bus as me because we live in kind of the same area. So we take the same school bus and then that school bus maybe drives her maybe 10, 15 minutes and then, and then eventually we get off at our stops. Uh, so I went on the bus and then, oh, remember, for me, I should give some context. Getting on the bus is stressful, okay? Because I have no friends. I had one friend, his name's Nick. But Nick doesn't ride the same bus as me, so I have no friends on the bus. And no friends, but I have multiple bullies. There's a bully named Cole Nemo, and Cole Nemo was mean to me like in some winter, and he like shoved a snowball in my face, and I hate him, and he doesn't like me, and he'll bully me. So I don't want to sit next to Cole Nemo. I want to sit by myself normally, but then uh, I thought, okay, no, like you got you to gotta conquer your fears for true love. For the purpose of love, you will face your fears. So I get on the bus, and instead of looking down at my feet, I look forward, and I'm looking for Monica. And then I see her, and she's sitting in a seat, and the seat next to her is empty. I'm like, yes, this must be fate. Jesus is helping me. So I go, and I sit next to her, and the bus starts moving. And then I think, oh, this is, this is fate. This is my chance to feel what it's like to feel love. And you know what I felt for the very first time in my life? I felt for the first time in my life what it was like to talk to somebody who doesn't speak your language. Yeah. So I speak English. She doesn't really speak English. She is from Portugal. Mr. Encinas came from Portugal. Mr. Encinas' English isn't even that good. So for her, she's younger and she hasn't spent much time in the U.S. She can't really say that much. The only thing she can say is, you want to play? So like bouncing the ball. And then like maybe a couple other phrases. But So during this whole bus ride, it's just kind of awkward. She's like looking out the window and then I'm looking at like the aisle, the bus aisle, at the footprints. I'm looking for like little pieces of gum and I'm thinking, oh, what a nice piece of gum. The truth is it's just too awkward to talk to each other. You know, you have like one or two sentences back and forth and then you don't know what to say or maybe you didn't understand what the other person said. So then you just go back to looking at your your scenery, you know, looking at the tree, looking at the little piece of gum on the ground. Uh, and then maybe you muster up some courage again and then after like 10, 15 seconds of awkwardness, then, then you're like, okay, and then you ask your next thing and then kind of repeat, that's the cycle. So I don't really remember that well what we talked about, but I do remember one thing that she told me. And so she had like some kind of bag of Cheetos. It's like, a, a, I think, a lime jalapeno Cheetos. And I actually like that flavor. Um, and uh, so, so she, she pulled it out and she showed it to me. And then she said, I like this. Do you want some? And then, so, so normally, you know, for, for the purposes of love, when, when your crush or someone that you like tells you, hey, I like this thing, then your response should be, yes, I like it too. We have the same interests. We are meant to be, or something like that, right? And I actually like that Cheetos, that like, like um, well, the, the lime jalapeno, uh, what was it? Uh, there's so many flavors of Cheetos, it's hard to keep track. But anyways, her special version of Cheetos, which I like, she showed that to me. And then she said, I like this. Do you want some? And I remember my response. It was so natural. Okay, it was so natural. I took the Cheetos and I flipped it to the back and I looked at the nutrition facts. And nutrition facts is, you know, it, it says like, oh, how much sugar it has, how much sodium it has, uh, how much like vitamin C it has. And of course, Cheetos is not very healthy. This is like no surprise there. It's just a snack. But I pointed to, this, to the fat thing, which says like, saturated fat, like 33% of your daily value of fat. I pointed to that and I said, oh, this is really unhealthy for you. If you eat it, then you'll get fat. And then that's what I said. I didn't say, oh, I like these Cheetos. Or, oh, no, I'm good. I think I, I basically was educating her that this is, this is uh, bad for you. 
And then I don't know if she understood. In hindsight, she probably she probably didn't understand what I was saying. But maybe what she did was she just nodded and then went back to looking out the window. And I looked down the bus aisle. Uh, and then this this was our first and last romantic bus ride. And then I think shortly after that, she moved back to Portugal. And uh, yeah, I never saw her again. I didn't even see her at Mr. Nacinas' house. And then pretty soon, Mr. Nacinas moved away too. After the school year, he just left because nobody wants to stay in Oklahoma. So that's the story of my, my first love, my first crush. I, but I'm proud of myself. You know, I'm proud of myself for mustering up the courage to sit next to her on the bus. But uh, I'm also very ashamed of myself that, that I said something so weird like, oh, if you eat that, you're going to get fat. And, and Monica was a little bit chubby. You know, she's not super skinny. Uh, but, you know, hopefully she just didn't understand what I was saying at all. I don't think she really understood what I said. Yeah, so that's, that's the story of my Hatsukoi. <laughs> What'd you think? Okay. Uh, I think uh, we can conclude that for the day. Otsukaresama deshita. Yep. Thanks for listening. And... Uh, Hopefully, I'll have a good topic for you next week. Everyone, good luck with Valentine's Day. Good luck with your life. Good luck with your week. And, uh, you know, try the, try the jalapeno Cheetos if you haven't tried that yet. I think that one's pretty good. But remember, it's not good for you. It's got, it's got fat.